Welcome to Agape Ministries Podcasts, a whole new way of thinking. Episode 132, part one of the talk given by Jean Vanier entitled A Broken World and the Message of Jesus. I'm a child of the war. I was on the streets or in the roads of Paris as the Nazi armies entered into France in May 40. Refugee. We escaped from Bordeaux. I was about 11 then. We returned to Canada in a Polish ship and as we were sailing we heard the German radio saying our ship had been sunk. I returned to, to England two years later when I was 13 to join the Royal Naval College down at Dartmouth. And so I was in the military for about eight years. Things of war. I remember reading the diary of my father who was in the trenches for three years and in one of the diary markings was yesterday 45,000 British troops were killed. While I was in the Navy, my last ship was an aircraft carrier. Um, what is the road to peace? Is there another way with the armies and nuclear weapons and God knows what? And I was touched by the, the gospel message. So I left the Navy and came to France and lived in a little community for people who, like myself, were searching. What is the next step? And I met a holy priest, and through him, an experience of, of Jesus. A meeting with a person who loved me. I want to now just come to a text of the Gospel of John. It's in the first chapter of John. John the Baptist, incredibly beautiful man, John the Baptist. He was powerful, lived as an ascetic, as a hermit in the, in the desert. A man also deeply wounded by the Jewish society, which had sort of created a, something which appeared false, religion that seemed hypocritical, powerful, 
the Jewish people in that area were in great conflict because on one side they were overpowered by the Roman troops. Many people had got caught up in the desire for money and had left the fundamentals of the Jewish faith. Others were zealots and wanted to fight for peace. Others were just caught up in the system which appeared hypocritical and others were religious. And many people were searching, just as today, where to put our energies in a broken world. We can fall into a sort of comfort and maybe I could say, where is your greatest fear today? What are you frightened of? There's a sort of sense of desire, of comfort, comfort. But we've lost maybe the sense of humanity and the broken humanity, our broken world. With the war in Iraq, Middle East, situations in Africa, in Latin America. We're in a very broken world. I had the the grace of being in Chile not maybe two or three years ago and as I went from the airport we were moving and my driver said over this road nobody crosses says, on the left it's all the slum areas on the right it's the richest areas nobody crosses the road those who are in the slum area are frightened of crossing going into the rich area and those in the rich area frightened of going to the broken area of the slums. Nobody crosses the road. So we remain in a world of conflict and armaments, nuclear weapons, United States has 10,000 nuclear warheads. That widening gap gap between the rich and the poor. So in the time of Jesus, as in today, people are searching. Where do you put your energy? Somewhere maybe as in the mind that Steve says, do you know who you are and what your mission is? So John the Baptist was crying out, you know, come back to the way of the Lord, come back. And he had disciples. And at one moment, John the Baptist sees Jesus. And he says, here is the Lamb of God. Takes away the sin of the world, the sin the sin which is all these blockages based on fear, which hold us in to ourselves, where we're frightened of, of God, frightened of the different, frightened of people. We are frightened. And in all of us there's a lot of fear. 
The next day, same thing. John the Baptist is there, sees Jesus. Says, here is the Lamb of God. You often like to imagine how Jesus was being announced as a Lamb. There's a humility, and maybe we'll go into that. There's a humility in Jesus. There's a vulnerability, and I'd like to maybe these two days talk about the vulnerability of God. I live with people who are very vulnerable, and I discover it's the place of God. But through them, they've helped me discover the very vulnerability of God, the wounded heart of God, the Lamb. Two of the disciples of John leave John, Andrew, and another disciple, probably John the Evangelist himself. They start following Jesus. Jesus turns around, and we have here the first words of Jesus in the Gospel of John. Very first words of Jesus. It's always important it's certain, it's particularly in John, to see the first and the last words, but the first words of Jesus. And he looks at these two men, and he says, what are you looking for? The first words of Jesus are not, do this or do that. He's saying, what do you want? What are you looking for? So maybe those questions of Jesus to these two men is maybe the question of Jesus to you. Why are you here? What is your desire? What do you want? Where is your deepest desire? You see, Jesus has such a deep respect for people. He does not want to impose, but he proposes. He invites. But he wants to, first of all, to know where are you? Where are you today? And what do you want? Why have you come here? You see, everything begins with our desire. The two disciples are probably a bit unnerved. They weren't expecting that suddenly Jesus would turn around and say, Now tell me you, what do you want? What are you looking for? Maybe a bit, as I say, Unnerved, not quite dying. They say, Teacher, Rabbi, where do you live? It's an important question. Where do you live? Because we want to take time with you, we want to spend time. We want to listen to you because our teacher, John the Baptist, has announced you as the Lamb, who's going to take away all that darkness within us, all those 
blockages, those fears, those elements that close us up on ourselves. So I'd like to spend time with you, to listen to you. Jesus just says, come. Come and see. So they spent time with him. And it's very touching at the end of that little moment with Jesus. It says in the Gospel, and it was on the tenth hour. Maybe I can see John, the evangelist, the beloved, many years later, saying the first time I met Jesus. Do you remember the first time you met Jesus? Do you remember the first time that you lived an experience, an inner experience of liberation, of healing, of peacefulness? Maybe just an instant, but something revealing to you who you were, your preciousness, in respect to what? Your respectableness. Where well, you were revealed that you were beloved of God. And that you could receive light and life. Maybe it was on a mountain top or some place at the beach where suddenly a sort of peacefulness, a radiation, something happened. Maybe it was with a friend, maybe it was in church or reading scripture, whatever it was. A moment of beatitude, a moment of liberation, a moment of healing. You suddenly were no longer that feeling which we heard, I'm no good, I'm not respectable, I've been rejected, I'm guilty, I'm God knows what. But a, a consciousness that you were loved and loved by God and that you were precious. So I love to think of John the Evangelist maybe 60 years later saying, I remember the very first time that I lived a, an inner liberation. So maybe during these days it's to come back to that. Remember. Remember that moment Maybe I'd say that also to, to couples. Remember. Remember. Remember that moment of love when you were brought together. Remember. So this was the beginning for those two disciples. Living in a very broken world immense amount of fear, of anger, in respect of the, the Romans, who were the conquerors, the pagans, the, maybe anger at the religious authorities, a world where the lepers and the disabled were not even allowed into the temple, a world where there were immense divisions, hypocrisy, Yet a world also where there were very beautiful people hidden. 
So it's a somewhere they were on a journey, those two men. A journey of the discovery of who is Jesus. What does it mean to be a disciple of Jesus? What does it mean to walk with Jesus? Maybe it's all our life that we discover what it is, what it means to be a disciple. Not just to come to prayer meetings or church. What does it mean to be a disciple of Jesus? To be a follower of Jesus? To be able to say, I belong to Jesus. And to enter into a vision a vision of the world to try to discover what is God's purpose for our world today and how can I be part of, of that purpose of God. What is God saying to our world today, our broken world, a world where there is so much pain, brokenness, 40 million in refugees camps, orphan children in Africa, the situation in Eastern Europe, in Russia, God knows what, what our newspapers are saying, and the brokenness of our own country, and the fear that is there in the hearts of so many. We're, in a, we're entering into a new, sometimes beautiful, sometimes terrible, world of computers and mobiles and television. Where do we put our energy? Where is the purpose of God, the designs of God, so that I can, in my little way, in my little place, in my little village or town, that I can be a disciple of Jesus? and reveal this vision, this incredible vision. Because Jesus came on one side to reveal who is God. A gentle God. We'll come back. A vulnerable God. A vulnerable Jesus. A lamb. He came also to reveal something very particular. That every person, whatever their abilities or disabilities, whatever their religion and their culture, that every person is precious. So thank you for taking the time to listen to these episodes. Our prayer is that as you listen and reflect on these teachings, that you'll be encouraged to continue your journey, to maximise your potential, to have a good and a happy life. So sign in again next week for more teaching on how you can follow the Jesus way to experience your life as filled with meaning, 
purpose. Enjoy. So God bless and stay safe.